Good morning, everyone. Uh, blessed first Sunday in Advent. Those will be the readings that we're looking at this week. Uh, Pastor Mech is down in Atlanta, Georgia, celebrating his granddaughter's first birthday. So you have yours truly this morning. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let us pray. Stir up your power, O Lord, and come, that by your protection we may be rescued from the threatening perils of our sins and saved by your mighty deliverance. For you live and reign with the Father and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. The first reading for the first Sunday in Advent is from Isaiah chapter 64. Oh, that you would rend the heavens and come down, that the mountains might quake at your presence. As when fire kindles brushwood and the fire causes water to boil to make your name known to your adversaries, that the nations might tremble at your presence. When you did awesome things that we did not look for, you came down. The mountains quaked at your presence. From of old, no one is heard or perceived by the ear. No eye has seen a God besides you who acts for those who wait for him. You meet him who joyfully works righteousness, those who remember you in your ways. Behold, you were angry and we sinned. In our sins we have been a long time. Shall we be saved? We have all become like one who is unclean, and all our righteous deeds are like a polluted garment. We all fade like a leaf, and our iniquities like the wind take, away, take us away. There is no one who calls upon your name, who rouses himself to take hold of you. For you have hidden your face from us and have made us melt in the hand of our iniquities. But now, O Lord, you are our Father. We are the clay, and you are our potter. We are all the work of your hand. Be not so terribly angry, O Lord, and remember not iniquity forever. Behold, please look, we are all your people. This is the word of the Lord. The epistle is from 1 Corinthians chapter 1. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. I give thanks to my God always for you because of the grace of God that was given you in Christ Jesus that in every way you would be enriched in him in all speech and all knowledge, even as the testimony about Christ was confirmed among you, so that you are not lacking in any spiritual gift as you await for the revealing of our Lord Jesus Christ, who will sustain you to the end, guiltless in the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. God is faithful by whom you were called into the fellowship of his Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. And the gospel is from St. Mark, the 11th chapter. Now when they drew near to Jerusalem, to Bethphage, the Bethany at the Mount of Olives, Jesus sent two of his disciples and said to them, Go into the village in front of you, and immediately as you enter, you will find a colt tied on which no one has ever sat. Untie it and bring it. If anyone says to you, Why are you doing this? Say, The Lord has need of it, and will send it back here immediately. And they went away and found a colt tied at a door outside in the street, and they untied it. Some of those standing there said to him, What are you doing untying the colt? And they told them what Jesus had said, and they let them go. And they brought the colt to Jesus and threw their cloaks on it, and he sat on it. And many spread their cloaks on the road, and others spread leafy branches that they had cut from the fields. And those who went before and those who followed were shouting, Hosanna, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Blessed is the coming kingdom of our father, David. Hosanna in the highest. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Well, the front of the bulletin cover, and perhaps Thomas, you can get this on there, um, is a picture of Jesus riding into Jerusalem on a donkey. 
Today, I'd like to talk to you about how Advent gives us God's insight, and it's a different insight from ours, and we prepare for Advent. We usually think about the days counting down and Advent calendars and getting the treats and the presents and all those things ready, but God gives us a different insight, and one of the ways he gives us a different insight is through the donkey. There was a, a great <coughs> excuse me, theologian by the name of G.K. Chesterton, who is an English writer, a philosopher, and Christian apologist, and uh, literary and art critic. He, um, Chesterton was probably best known for his fictional priest detective, Father Brown. You can see that uh, show on, on public TV. And one of the things that he did was he wrote lots of poetry. One of the poems that he wrote years ago was entitled The Donkey, and he was speaking about the donkey that brought Jesus into Jerusalem. So I'd like to read you the poem. When fishes flew and forests walked and figs grew upon thorn, some moment when the moon was blood, then surely I was born. With monstrous head and sickening cry and ears like errant wings, the devil's walking parody on all four-footed things. The tattered outlaw of the earth, of ancient crooked will, Starve, scourge, deride me. I am dumb. I keep my secret still. Fools, for I also had my hour, one fierce hour and sweet. There was a shout about my ears and palms before my feet. Indeed, the donkey had his moment. It was one that was far fierce hour and sweet. Who but our God? would choose such a lowly way to enter into the city as the long-promised king. Who but our God would choose to ride a donkey, a beast with a monstrous head and ears like errant wings? Who but our God would deliberately choose to ride on a donkey on his way to save the world by being the sacrifices for all the sins of the world? The donkey and the ride into Jerusalem give us God's insight into Advent. But it makes sense, doesn't it? For Jesus, our God in the flesh, also came to be a beast of burden, so to speak. He came to bear the burdens of our entire race in his flesh. So what else was there for him to ride on but a donkey? Donkeys were created to do hard work. I don't know if you knew this or not, but every donkey has a cross on its back in black. I think it's significant that Jesus chose that beast of burden to come and do his great work of salvation. For that beast marked with the sign of the cross shows us what Jesus ultimately came to do as he was born in Bethlehem, to take all of our sins upon himself, to go to that cross outside of Jerusalem called Mount Calvary, to suffer and die for the sins of the entire world. Now the world would see this reading on the first Sunday of Advent as Jesus riding into Jerusalem um, kind of strange. But if we think about it as Christians, it really is quite striking and quite wise. For Jesus came to answer his people's cry, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. The word Hosanna means save us now. And that's what our prayer is this Advent, that God would come into the flesh to save us from our sins, to deliver to us his forgiveness, his life and salvation. I want you to think about it for a moment. God still uses the way of the donkey. He uses simple, ordinary means to bring about his forgiveness, his life and salvation. 
God takes an oblivious infant and splashes some water and says some words and that child's sins are washed away and they are made a child of God. God uses a donkey of a pastor, what seems to be a fool at times, a sinful human man to speak to you words of forgiveness, life, and salvation. God takes a little bread and a little wine, which seems preposterous to the world, and has his donkey, his pastor, speak words of his words over them to become the body and blood of Christ. This is God's advent among us today. It seems total and complete foolishness to the world, but it is the way that God would come to save us. He comes not as a mighty king, but as a lowly baby, born in a babe, in a, in a barn, in a podunk city called Bethlehem. And so as we prepare our hearts and minds this Advent season, Let's think of the simple ways that God uses to come to save us. A donkey, a pastor, water, words, bread, and wine to give you the greatest gift of all, Jesus himself in the flesh. So may you have a blessed Advent season as you prepare your hearts and minds for the coming of Jesus, your King, your Savior. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The hymn of the day for the first Sunday in Advent is a great hymn written, um, let me get it, it is the hymn we're going to look at is hymn number 332. It is entitled, Savior of the Nations Come, and it was a hymn uh, that was written in the 300s by St. Ambrose, who was a great hymn writer of the church, and Martin Luther later used this and wrote his own tune to this. The German title is Nun Kam der Heiden Heiland, Savior of the Nations Come. It's a, kind of a hard hymn to break up, so I'm going to sing the, the complete hymn, uh, hymn 332. Savior of the nations come, virgin son, make here your home. Marvel now, O heaven and earth, that the Lord chose such a birth. Not by human flesh and blood, by the Spirit of our God, was the Word of God made flesh, woman's offspring pure and fresh. Here a maid was found with child, yet remained a virgin mild. In her womb this truth was shown, God was there upon his throne. Then stepped forth the Lord of all, from his pure and kingly hall, God of God, yet fully man, his heroic course began. God the Father was his source, back to God he ran his course, into hell his road went down, back then to his throne and crown. For you are the Father's Son, who in flesh the victory won, by your mighty power make whole all our ills of flesh and soul. From the manger newborn light shines in glory through the night, darkness there no more resides, in this light faith now abides. Glory to the Father, sing, glory to the Son, our King, glory to the Spirit be, now and through eternity. Amen.
Now, what you may not know is that the great man behind the camera today that does all of our work, all of our camera work, which we are so grateful and joyful to have him, it's Thomas Kelly's birthday. So I'm going to sing a little happy birthday to him. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Thomas. Happy birthday to you. If you see him, wish him a happy birthday and thank him for all the volunteering he does around here. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen.